0: dark charm media with your host danny atwell today on off the cuff danny Matt, miguel and chris talk about june's releases from dark charm media welcome everybody this is off the cuff for jan sorry why did i say january june i don't know
1: (laughs) (laughs) close enough
2: it's a january
0: J-word. june they're practically twins in like you know africa and stuff
2: what they're the both
0: hell? hot and weird no <laughs> one's the rainy season the others not
3: <laughs> also no right. well um, i mean isn't snow just like frozen precipitation what, i think it is you know i think like, uh when it rains in december me. in florida that's a florida snowstorm so uh,
4: essentially
1: the equivalent
0: of it yeah so yeah uh, you know just to let every uh, I'm Danny Atwell I'm uh, the CEO and uh, uh head guru so to speak for dark char media uh, all with me is uh Mac McCloskey even uh, the dead man himself Miguel Pedroza. that's me and uh grave robber Chris Hangel I'm, I'm told that that's me you told that's you Okay, yeah, that's what my parents. Think. And uh, we're we're discussing we're discussing today the uh, the amazing uh, June uh, releases that have came out for uh, Dark Charm, and uh, so so everybody's uh, just you know as a fair warning to anybody listening to this episode. Uh, there is spoilers, so given. yeah. If, if, if we're going to be talking about things that have happened in this episode, if you have not seen it or heard it, uh, my suggestion would be to do that before listening to this baby. If not, you're you've been warned. So, <laughs> yeah. Listener aggression is advised. Listener aggression has totally been advised. So, 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 how's everyone? How's everyone doing tonight? Uh, I'm, I'm fine.
4: Uh, I got off work and I took a, a, like a very unexpected nap, you know, like like when you just get home and your body's like, no, Not no, no more stuff.
0: <laughs> you know, naps are, you know, naps are almost like essential when you get to our age, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you don't really talk about that, like in your twenties, but when you're in your forties or late thirties, naps are like essential
1: the case with me last night. I was, I was up at one this morning. Just to, just to give an idea of how my brain works sometimes. I was up at one this morning and uh, immediately launched into writing mode because that's when it happens. It happens at the most screwed up times. Um, and I, I collapsed around five last evening. And uh, so I got my, my eight or nine hours of sleep. It came at a weird time. It just came in the middle of the afternoon. Dang. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's my crazy brain. So, 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 writing-wise, you
0: you said that this this happens to you like it really on in opportune times. Oh yeah, all the time. Do do you have that same situation uh, happen to you, uh, Miguel? I, I have. Uh... <laughs> it's the
4: weirdest thing. All right, so like I, I have a buildup, and what that means is uh, I'll get an idea. Okay, cool. Have idea, idea good. Right. Going to might might run with idea. But then, uh, it just keeps building. Cause it's like, oh, well idea also leads to this other thing. Yes. Okay. This is a good idea. Okay. This is a really good idea. Oh, I should be running with this idea. How about I just compound onto this idea? And then all of a sudden I'm finding myself writing 18 pages because my brain was like, all right, get it up. It has, it has to get out. Like, we're not going to entertain this anymore. And so, um. That's why, like, you'll message me, and like, uh Danny will message me, and be like, "Oh, well, did you work on this?" And I'm like, "No," and he's like, "Well, did you work on this?" No, and then like two days later, I'm like, "Okay, I finished that chapter, that chapter, this edit, I punched up this, and I also did this," because that's what happens. It, it, it's like, a, <laughs> yeah, because it's like it's like a tea kettle. So you're pretty much at this like point. Microwave you're you're just it out. Yeah, it's like
3: microwave <laughs> popcorn. Yeah, like, like, like it's nothing said. for two and a half minutes, but the last that last thirty seconds, man, that's where the show's at. <laughs> and, and and
0: for and and for, for you, Chris, is it like when you have ideas for your like writing stuff? What's it like for you?
3: If I don't immediately start writing as soon as I have the idea, it will
1: never happen. And that's what sucks about it. But yep, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. you need to keep you need to keep a notepad or something. Immediately handy, or your phone, or whatever the hell you have.
0: Yeah.
3: I mean, so my... sometimes I'll jot them down, but a lot of times it just doesn't make it. And then before noon, I forgot completely what the idea was.
0: Well, then that's the idea is to help remedy that because you have some pretty damn good ideas.
1: We do. <laughs>
0: so, um, oh. for me, I'd like to say it's almost like a torrent. I mean, like it's weird in in that um, like I'll get dreams about ideas and like I'll get, you know, and then like scenarios will play out in my head and then I'll wake up. And if I don't get at least the idea set to paper or, or, or something like that, and then like have my my instead of my unconscious mind doing it, it's my, you know, my, my, you know, my logical mind. Right. which then it it doesn't make sense. But like, you know, I start to get it, piece it together and then go from there. And if it's sometimes like that'll happen. And then by the time I get up, my logical mind takes over and I'm like, wow, this fucking sucks. (laughs) So uh, either like, is there a way to make it feel better, look better, whatever. But there's, you know, there's instances where like about three fourths of what I'm dreaming and coming up with is good. There's that one fourth that's like questionable, so. Right.
4: No, yeah, because like when uh, when you, when you put pen to paper or you start to sit down and do all that stuff, like you you have an initial idea and then you start to go with it and then like your brain sometimes has to divert like no matter what, so yeah, sometimes it can end up messy.
1: It, it, and the damn thing metastasizes and you know, over and over and over, I have. I have that issue, too. I'll start off with one thing, then I'll ask, uh, and maybe this should happen. No, that should happen. No, neither of it. No, both of it, and yeah. And on and off, and on and off, and uh, yeah, the thing can get tangled.
0: Okay, so let's get started uh, with reviewing the uh, the month. Yes. Uh, June, we had a pretty damn good month so far, starting off with Dead Air. Um, I'd think, you know, it was part of, you know, it was Dark Charm Presents... It was our third episode into the new season and my god what a third episode it was good, man
1: good standalone uh, one of the better standalone episodes for uh, DCP. Yeah
0: man and and it started our you know yours truly you mean it started yours truly and, and 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 Miguel oh my god Miguel you playing Mike McCloud was seriously how, how did uh how did you feel about playing that character like when you first got the script for it um what what was going through your mind i have
4: um i i've I've actually worked in radio before uh very very briefly Uh, like i did uh i did uh mostly i had to do with like the music side of it but i have worked in radio and i remember when we were recording and you were like you were like uh yeah he's gonna he's gonna speak at this pace and i was like that's not what that's not what what midnight guys do midnight guys have to run all the ads between Uh, midnight and 4.30 a.m. when the morning crew comes in so they can get all their AdSense out of the way. And you were like, okay, but we're going (laughs) to record it slow. And I was like, okay, we'll record it slow. But uh, I, I think it was funny because, you know, I went in on it, you know, I was like, uh, thank you for calling. Uh, this is WKBR, you know, 107.5 FM. And you were like, slow it the fuck down.
0: <laughs> yeah, it got, a little, it got a little too quick for me. I was like, wait a minute, you know, like give it, give it, give us some air, give us some breathing. But the cool news is like your feedback actually helped make the episode seem more realistic. Yeah. Which, and that was really good coming from, especially from someone character wise of Mike. Because obviously his main goal was originally to become a morning man. And he was stuck in this midnight shift and just, you know, just feeling the, the, the overall, uh, uh, tone coming from Mike and then having to deal with psycho Sid was like, wow, um, psycho Sid really brought out a different side to Mike Tommy uh, brings out a different side to Mike because it's not his he's just dealing with him off air. Right. So yeah. and then, you know.
4: I, I kind of liked how gossipy their, their little situation was for like a couple of minutes there. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, well, I expect that shit from Doodle, <laughs> but not Mike. Like, what the fuck was that about? And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, because like, like, we've talked about it before. Like, like how I forget that I do things and I forget that I'm in an episode or something and i was like oh yeah i forgot i forgot this line you know this one thing where it's like they're, they're talking about just like yeah he makes like 500 grand more i expect that from mike but not doodle what the fuck is this yeah from and- skip not doodle yeah <laughs> oh skip not doodle yeah, yeah. yeah. it was your Mike. so <laughs> yeah yeah I was- <laughs> but i was like i was like i kind of i kind of like i really enjoyed like the little bit of banter like you said and a little bit of like the midnight shift uh you know camaraderie because that's how that's how that's how uh chris and i met like we were midnight shifters together and we uh kind of built a camaraderie around each other (laughs) and like torturing other people so uh i i think it's i think it's funny because that episode really actually did kind of get um what it was supposed to be you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And, it and, felt and, really organic listening it did. to it.
0: Well, that's yeah. that's the what was the main goal. Um, even if it's somewhat fantastical, like the content, I've always tried to make sure that it felt at least organic. Right. Um, it,
1: has, it has flesh on it.
0: Yeah, something in, in, along the lines of just people can understand it. It flows well. Even though it may be a crazy topic, you can still get immersed into it. So, yeah. as a, as a, as an outside, you know, so as someone who didn't really record anything uh, in that episode, um, Chris, what did you feel? How'd you like it? Was it? Uh, what did you think of it?
3: I actually really liked it. Um, I liked the, the, the fake jump scare
0: especially.
2: Yeah. Because so as explain, I'm listening to the,
0: it, explain that jump scare to, to people who are listening. Who who? What are you What are you referring to?
3: Uh, The part when the power goes out and Mike's walking down the hallway and it's real echoey and quiet and you're like, oh, shit, something's going to happen. And then it's just the other dude. No, I don't know. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Because I I mean, I enjoy that because I feel like a lot of like horror and scary stuff nowadays is just so cookie cutter. You know, it's like, oh, it's dark. Now we're going to have a loud, scary sound, but not this time. And no, that,
0: that was the whole point. I mean like I yeah. I kind of wanted to dial back to an older horror generation, I guess, in that Yeah, yeah.
3: kind of like when you think about the difference between the 1970s Halloween and any of the newer ones. Oh yeah. There wasn't a lot of random sound effects and in your face bullshit just to no, get that's a jump scare. Yeah, and it's 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 more classy that way. And so right. I really liked that.
1: Well, it just comes out of out of Complete silence out of the blue, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's and, and you know you narrated that episode, Mac. What did you think of it?
1: Okay, yes, I um for that episode particularly, uh I I think uh the recording really captured this well. Um, I try to channel Rod sterling a lot, um with the Gate Beyond, with my show Gate Beyond, and with all of the um uh gatekeeping, as it were. That i've done up to this point i think this episode uh captured that a lot and that's what i was aiming for To something straight and studious alongside all of this chaos that eventually builds in the episode yeah and and the really messed up ending oh yeah and, well, just, and just staying straight and what's the word i want stoic on top of it all i think this episode captured that
0: now the ending <laughs> miguel <laughs> you first when you especially chris like when you guys first heard the ending what did you guys think of that when i first heard the ending i was like it was to me it was funny
3: because he did it like he won he beat the guy but you know at what cost he's basically like mentally snapped at this point yeah
0: he's he's, he's mentally, <laughs> like i don't think mike um i don't think mike at this point is mentally able to do his job anymore yeah maybe maybe not i mean honestly i don't know (laughs) i mean like honestly like it'd be interesting to say maybe do a follow-up type of episode down the road to see what how his life would you know progress
3: or could just have like radio announcer mike as like a, a mention in an episode for like you know and the there's a crazy guy and it's just mike repeating i skull fucked him
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Out of the blue.
3: like that's it that's all he can say anymore but i mean it was a traumatic situation so it is like within the realm of plausibility too yeah that like overcoming a situation like that your brain is just in safe mode constantly now so like 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 i would mention when i said it really felt organic like that was another detail of it like i mean when a, the only weapon you have at your disposal
0: to protect is a giant, rubber, a dildo. giant yeah. rubber dildo yeah you're gonna do what you gotta do <laughs> yep. exactly <And> you <coughs> might I mean, not had, be okay like, when you're done <laughs> i mean mike was sitting there he watched he didn't actually watch his his you know his co-worker getting stabbed to death in the rain no but you knew that sid was coming for him yeah and 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 just as you know because people were asking about it's like who the heck was sid I was like, that Sid is actually some sound bites that I actually got from Zap Splat. Nice. Oh, Sid is wow. not even a real person. I got all that stuff and put, and I, I was listening to all that, and I was like, oh my God, I could center an entire episode around these few effects.
1: We, we created Sid.
0: Sid, in essence, was created by us. Yeah. So, nice. and, and just the interactions that that miguel had with the the the, the with sid <clears> was not only totally organic but it was like people were like like the the people that have have responded back to the episode were like wow um like are, are were they filmed in the same room i'm like no no nope. most of the most of the stuff going on has not like they 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 just look at the script um, very rarely do you guys hear what is being done with other lines except yeah. for like you know like certain situations
1: So, kudos for seamlessness yeah pretty much yeah
0: so 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 uh miguel you, you said you wanted to you wanted to discuss the ending <laughs> the uh, the ending man the, the i remember
4: i don't remember the, the exact direction but i i remember i went a little bit over the top with it and you were like eh, have it back you remember you've been <laughs> yeah stabbed. you were going almost Jokerish with it because that's because i remember i remember you were like you've kind of lost your mind and i'm like yeah cool <laughs> <laughs> and you were like no not that no, much not that no. much <laughs> Not no. in a cool way.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, who you, knows? Eventually, psycho Sid. Who knows? Yeah,
4: you had the TV remote, and you were just turning me down. You're like, no, no, that's that's way too loud, no. And uh <laughs> you're like you're like Randy, you've been stabbed, and I was like, all oh, right, yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> so yeah. yeah,
0: I mean think about it this way like if Mike didn't do what he did, he would have been killed. That was, I mean, like the, the police didn't get there in time. It's,
1: it's hard yeah. to have a good belly laugh when your guts are falling out, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And uh, so uh, I
4: I remember uh, I remember uh, when we were talking about it, and and you were like you were like oh, you got you got the radio voice, so you can do this, and I was like, okay, cool. So I started reading the script, and then right at the end, because I, I I wanted because you were like because Danny was like. We're not going to make any changes to this. We're just going to record it straight. And I was and I was reading it, and I was just like, "But I could do so much, I could do so much with just this Evil Dead situation. Like <laughs> this is where I thrive in making shit scary." And Danny was like, "No, this is supposed to have a funny ending." And I'm, I'm
0: like, "But Oh uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. It was pretty darn intense with you know with uh, Sid finally uh, busting his way into the." um into the yeah 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 and all of a sudden that you know that 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 was one jump scare i did put in you know with the uh with with the horn and i was like and then all of a sudden you're you're hearing the rain again it like that 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 cut away to the ending finally so until until mac started speaking again no one knew what
1: the hell happened so the pause was effective there yeah um yeah it was Gentlemen, what I'm hearing here is that this episode deserves a sequel. Um, I
4: kind of think it does.
1: I think so, too.
3: I really liked your idea, too, when we were like, oh, when we were talking about Joker and you said, no, not that. But then you said, not yet.
1: Not yet. Right. (laughs) What if
3: Sid is just like a cycle of evil?
1: Well, ah, (laughs) ha, ha, ha. Uh, a, la, a la Saw. Basically, it's just a, uh, a a name that gets passed on and on, or a title that gets
3: passed yeah. Because when you guys had said earlier, when when Dan had said, you know, who's Sid, I wasn't thinking who voiced Sid. I was thinking who is Sid, and in who my mind, Sid, Sid can be anyone.
0: Yeah, I mean, like it does. It is explained that he was a you know a mental patient from from Dorothea Dix. And then um, now Mike has defended
3: himself and defeated Sid but he's probably going to the same place as a mental patient. Probably. So it Sid could. can be a cycle of evil. It could
1: be. We're talking we're talking major league PTSD here. So Yeah. yeah. So anything's game.
0: Yeah, you know who I feel sorry for? Poor Geraldine from Augusta, who now doesn't listen to Mike, and Mike can't give her like her special. Yeah, who's requests.
3: gonna play her? Who's gonna play her Johnny Cash now? Who's gonna who's play player? her
0: Cash, <laughs> man? <Johnny
2: Flash. laughs>
4: like that? I I got because like, so I, I I think it I think it should have a sequel if not for just the idea of we can ex because honestly uh, danny what you haven't thought of yet is this could actually be kind of the beginning of krampus and how krampus was being passed along in noxo season one
0: hmm. well that krampus like was influenced by a lot of ghosts yeah, um and that's and what and happened we never, with him.
4: and we never said what happened with psycho Sid. we just mm-hmm. knew he was mentally ill kill people and pleasured himself all over the bodies yep Might and been, when uh, people die they make a ghost
0: fact yeah it's possible
4: so i don't know mm. i but i but like, yeah so like this is this is my environment was like the closed off evil dead environment and i was i was really i was like just just let me just let me play with just let me play with the goddamn toy a little bit and danny was <laughs> like danny was just like holding the toy no no so her, your hands are only. sticky, yet, your hands are sticky. now
0: <laughs> If no, there is you fucking cheeto dust if there is a, an idea for a sequel now we can truly play with it that's the whole thing we have to set up the the world first before we try and tear it down we, we haven't cracked up
1: in it. your head entirely yet but we're getting to that <laughs> so yeah. we're building
3: san francisco now and then stitch is going to come in and knock it all over
0: pretty much pretty much yeah yeah uh, all right. Um, so that 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 handles the first week. Uh the next week is um, Loves a Loaded Gun from Noxo. Noxo now this episode yeah. had a another a huge um, impact in the story so far with Cole Jackson uh being played who was played by Miguel being yeah. gunned down by Josh Chambers obviously none of his own volition because you know, his body was trying, was being controlled by Vern Garvey, but that episode got really intense, especially later on. And, um, how'd you all figure, I mean, how'd you all like that? Uh, the new, uh, the new episode for that for,
4: well, uh, you know what, uh, no, I'll go first on this one. Uh, so okay. with, with Noxo, I have, I have a a love relationship with it and I'm not going to say I have a hate relationship with it because I have not written on it that much. You know what I mean? I haven't done anything with it. You know I haven't really been involved in in voice acting. So I kind of have a little bit of a detachment from it so I can listen to it objectively and just be like, ah, cool. Yeah, that would, this would have worked better. That would have worked better. You know what I mean? This would work better. So I I can, I can look at it more critically. Mm -hmm. Uh, this episode though was, was really dense. It was really, really dense, uh, had a lot going on, had a lot of moving parts. And I think, uh, I think this episode, like I see where things could have been improved. It's just me looking at it. You know what I mean? As somebody who's not involved other than voice acting. So, uh, other, other than that, I mean, like just little stupid criticisms that you know we all do in our heads you know what I mean like when we when we hear something we're like ah why was that done you know <laughs> this is, I always do it but other than that man this one was intense and uh had a had a lot going on had, had so much move had so many moving parts and it was moving at a faster pace too like that that was something that it, that not a lot of Noxo episodes do is that not a lot of Noxos move at that pace and this one did so we got from point A to point B rather quickly. And I kind of liked that. I kind of liked how intense it was. I kind of liked the pace of it. I liked uh, I liked Mac going a little bit hard on a few of the lines. And uh, I also liked how the genius the like this wonderful detective. When you're talking about the the book of Enoch, he's like, Josh
0: is just like, fuck if I know. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Right. Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> I kind of I mean, like, like that. In-
0: And kudos to Emily McAnulty for playing Karen in this episode. Her emotion from at least the last two or three episodes were spot on, uh, especially dealing with the situation of what's going on. Mac, how did you feel about this episode?
1: I I hope that with this episode and the one following, that both serve to convey a lot of oomph, because we have Cole Jackson, of course, is uh, gunned down, uh, yeah. In this, that's a huge uh, jolt right there. And I'm hoping everyone agrees that I played that uh, voice-wise, I played that with enough uh, emphasis. And the following episode uh, to, to come from here is also uh, going to be a major turning point for the series. You find that
0: a lot of questions answered um, in these next two episodes.
1: You, you, you do. So. Uh, hats off to uh, Emily for, uh, I would say, uh, outdoing me, outstripping me a lot on, uh, on the emotion. Um, that baby was pretty priceless, though. <laughs> I, I, I loved that. I loved that you, that that uh, you were able to keep that going. <laughs> That's the I one. Mean, I mean, sometimes the sound effects for these series are uh, for a lot of these series are layered on, sometimes a bit heavily. But the uh, the burbling baby in the background was uh, was well well timed throughout.
4: Yeah, yeah, the, the, and the, the baby sound effect was well used. Uh, but what I what I can say about like uh, the emotional part of it. You know, uh, I did like how much weight Mac had, where usually he has a pace and he has a cadence when it came to the shooting. Uh, everything slowed down. Right. And I kind of liked that. I, I liked the idea of okay. how much everything slowed down and how much everything was supposed to be way more emotionally, and, and, and he's not emotionally available just yet because he still has to fight his way out of all of this. You find, you know,
0: he 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 guns has to gun down his his uh his close friend, um, obviously he's something he didn't want to do, and this was all set up as a plan by Vern Garvey to just fix the problem, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. and then you find out that you know that Jason Stark is also involved. I mean, like. The guy from the the that was originally from the eight by ten murders in the yeah. first episode. You're like, okay, well, why is this guy showing up? Start to find out in the next two episodes the reason why, and at the end, you're like, holy shit, he's almost like Remyel. His robes are just a different color, yeah. just a different color, and, and and
1: and somehow in possession of the scythe. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, the <laughs> which we still don't know.
0: Which the funny thing is. Uh, for Miguel, Miguel yeah. actually plays Azrael, and I have had to tell him behind the scenes what's been going on with this character and his scythe, and <laughs> I don't didn't think that he, 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 I don't think you knew ahead of time, Miguel, that this was going to happen, but you're like, why is he got the scythe? It, it was uh it was an interesting
4: twist especially the way uh the way the character reacted to it uh, uh Ramael did the way he was like
0: oh that's not fucking good that's not even <laughs> fucking yours dude like yeah. you know, that's good man and then like the last line that that josh says at the end of the episode is like and hope just like a fresh out.
1: A shout out turd right <laughs> Like a
4: freshly shat out, to her just went down the toilet. I like that. I, I like that, that was a that was a that was a that was choice. That was a choice pick of line right there.
1: That's where he gets. You know, we see. I think the uh, progression of Joshua through the series, especially in this episode. You know, for the most part up to this point, I played it straight laced. Here we start to see him unravel a bit. And by the end of it, he's so haggard that he uncorks a line like that. Well, think of it this way. I mean, if you take a look from the
0: original season, Josh is very skeptical. Mm -hmm. Josh is very pragmatic. Josh is very no-nonsense. Right. And he started to be immersed in a world that he didn't even realize existed until, you know, at the end of Krampus.
1: Yeah, a world that wants to uh, ask him his opinion on the Book of Enoch, among other things.
0: And he's like, I I don't fucking know. (laughs) But, I mean, like, you start to realize at this point, in order for him to survive his world and continue doing what he needs to do, he has to
1: adapt. So we're going to see interesting progression uh, um, in that. Um, This series contains, you know, two of my favorite vocal parts, you know, Joshua, of course, and Pastale. And I think we're going to see each of them... alter Mm -hmm. beyond what we know of them
0: Mm -hmm. and and especially with um the possibility uh especially for next season of juice coming in yeah um make
1: it it absolutely
0: it's definitely because because right now like you're you're most likely going to see now a crossover between all the people that are going on all the stuff that's going on in baltimore and juice and life and and uh can, can we preview that can we preview that because I, is... I mean i, I I'll, I'll put it right now like i'll state it right now on this episode that that crossover is going to come in season three
4: that, that's a, that's that's kind of a really interesting thing too uh when it comes to uh when it comes to anything that happens in in like noxo and stuff like that i'm like i'm like god like like i don't i don't want to i don't want to like like interlude any of the characters like from other places but i'm like how entertaining would it be to have a character like juice just just this one scene you know just this one time what would what would juice do in this situation and i i kind of like playing with that idea so Mm -hmm. it's like it's like it it is like a, a guilty pleasure of mine because of how uh you know how dire the situation is going on with noxo mm-hmm. and uh how everything going on with uh w- with josh and you know uh, his child and all that other, and all this other stuff and just i'm like how would a psychotic bipolar thing <laughs> like juice just f- you know fit into this narrative mm-hmm. and i kind of have fun with it and it's it's a. Uh, it's not it's not always the best results for people like josh and you know the people around him <laughs> yeah.
0: and 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 chris so like yeah. for this episode <clears throat> did some of your questions about things that you had in the back of your brain get answered or are we still waiting for the last episode to figure everything out
3: i mean i feel like i'm it, it's i'm getting closer to having the questions answered okay you know but uh, the thing with noxo is like i like the mystery about you know everything that happens so much that uh i actually don't like analyze it very much i just listen to it as like, yeah i mean that's, drama, like, that's a good thing you know
0: i mean like and, and, it's, and it's, like
3: the, it's like it's uh, like the goosebumps books
0: mm-hmm. but i mean it's an acquired know, taste
3: like i like it it's definitely my cup of tea it's just yeah this is the one cup of tea where i'm like Don't overanalyze it. You're going to ruin it for yourself. You know. Well, that's (laughs)
1: considering you're dealing with uh, as straight-laced a character as Josh, as straight-laced and no nonsense a character as Josh, you you should approach this in the same vein as something like you know Dragnet, and not overthink it. Yeah. Facts are facts. Just the facts, ma'am.
3: Right. Exactly. But no, I, I, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Like, it really got intense. Uh, how did you? How did you like, dig the, the um, scene? And then, yeah, I was about to say, the... how did you dig the action?
1: Love the shootout. Scene. It
3: was, it was really good. um I was listening to it in the car though, so like the crying baby was extremely loud in the car. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that was no, the whole no. point. I mean, the whole idea of me making it that way was I wanted the listener to go through the same sort of angst that Josh yeah. was coming through. And then well, it all worked. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody heard this or not, oh, where literally the entire world starts sort of like dimming down for him. Like yeah. he's yeah. in his own thought. And then all of a sudden you hear Joshua from, uh, from Emily's character. Exactly. And then boom, he's back to where he, he's supposed to be in the car but how would you I mean like you you figure at this point he's already had to gun down his best for one of his best friends yeah he he doesn't find out until the next day but he's basically Maryland's most wanted I mean like it, it's got to the point for Joshua that like everything that was him and everything that was based on his you know his livelihood is starting to crumble around him yeah so, and yeah how would you react in that situation I mean, honestly, yeah. hide out in a motel would be step one. Like, pretty much, and that's what they did. The <laughs> yeah. hide out in a motel, try and gain your bearings. And yeah. that's, that's what like, happened. Figure
3: it out. Like, grab a gun and be like, "I'm
0: gonna try this." <laughs> are you sure? I. What else are we gonna do? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, like, you can't just sit there and not do something. Yeah, you Especially know, in it's... a situation where Cole might have been in danger, um, which he obviously was. And then that, like yeah. the, the slow motion scene when the yeah, bullet yeah. finally hit Cole and you've seen him go down. I, I The other main reason I wanted to make sure that people really felt that was because he's, he's gunned down people before. Joshua is not, you know, it, 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 I wouldn't call him a gunslinger per se, but he's a police right. officer. He's had to do things in the line of duty. To actually gun down your best friend. It would be very difficult. Of course, I mean that would be like me actually having to shoot Mac for something, or vice versa.
3: Yeah, it'd be you like know? me having to to fucking shoot Miguel. It'd be like yeah. really, it, it, it's, it, it'd be difficult, but not, but not impossible. Right? It would be very difficult, but and then you know something like that would be enough to make someone snap enough to just become a psychotic, you know, midnight radio killer or something. Who knows? Well, (laughs) (laughs) and then we come back full circle to dead air. Right, exactly. But no, and then, like, it was also, like, really emotional, too, in, like, a weird sense, though. Um, Probably because of my traumas, though. But just that one line when he's leaving and she goes, come back to me, okay? Yeah. I I, I wish somebody actually gave a shit when I went out to do something
4: dangerous. Yeah, but last time I told you (laughs) that, the neighbors spread rumors about us right
3: and then you brought me a beer and i said thanks babe and then it didn't make anything better
0: no <laughs> but here's the thing no. though she's also a police officer so she knows True. yeah so karen being also a detective knows what type of work that he deals with on a daily basis they were together in the first episode of noxo or the first couple episodes of noxo so she was her she was his new partner and she knows the crap that they deal with on a daily basis so yeah. come back to me makes sense for her well not yeah, only that but she, she also knows this knows... is not the crap this is something else yeah, well, yeah, yeah.
4: Got that's exactly what i was gonna say like josh does not deal with just oh look a fucking mugger no there's like the eight by ten murders where some people are ripped apart by goddamn vampire dogs and you know he has to come home and tell her. You know, yeah. she, you, you know she's dealing with a kid, and she's like, "I'm stressed out." And Josh is like, "You know what I did today." <laughs> 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 and like to and like and like I said, kudos to Mac because he he plays he plays the parts when he interacts with Karen very softly, and as as a voice actor, it actually is, uh, it it is sometimes difficult to switch between narration and emotion. Because uh, Josh is doing both at the same time, so sometimes they bleed together. But Mac is able to separate the two quite effectively. Quite effectively, like he do, he does have like like Mac does like like it's dealing with Karen Then it's dealing with the world and it's dealing with Ramiel, and it's gonna be fucking hilarious to hear him deal with Juice
0: because that you. crossover yes. is coming. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to that. <laughs>
0: I mean, we had a like in the last episode in um, uh, "No Way But the Hard Way." Yeah, you've seen a a brief you have seen a brief interaction between Josh and another character in the Dark Charm universe, uh, uh, Braden Devereaux, mm-hmm. and eventually he's going to make another uh, big appearance within the next season of Dark Charm Presents. Yes, but um, and I, I'm I'm trying to get someone to play him. I have an idea who. At this point but i haven't had a chance to ask him yet so but we'll uh, you'll definitely you'll definitely know about that point brotherhood of ridiculous people gladys caster <laughs> 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 so i'll go last we, i'll go last <laughs> yes so like it, it, you know just catching everybody up you know gladys knocks out pj makes her way north she lives in texas they're in Colorado. Why she flies north? Nobody really knows. So you find out she's you know captured because she's by...
4: she's just a normal person. You know what I mean? And in 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 a, in a moment of storming off, we don't always know where the fuck we're going. We just walk out the door. Mm-hmm. Facts. You know what I mean? I'm like, fuck facts. this! Slam. Now what? <laughs> and then <laughs> and her, uh... <clears throat> her being pissed off and turning into a bat and flying off. <laughs> makes perfect sense that she's just like she just jets out she jets out it doesn't pay attention to where she's going and yep. ends up in a fucking net
0: yep ends up in a net and, and she's you know she's stuck in this cabin um you know coming into the episode he's brought a lady from the national inquirer Maisie, who comes yeah. in and played brilliantly by uh rachel crosby um she did a fantastic job starting off and trust me she, there's going to be a lot more of her coming um, I, you hold on
4: i i really want to take just this opportunity to say "Fucking told you
0: yep you did so she comes in you know every, and, and you know she's taking pictures of a lady who's you know crying her eyes out stuck in nets obviously not in bat form anymore right, but right. still kind of like you know very Are you really is satan worshiping bat lady <laughs> Batwoman, that yeah, and that's to be read. That's up to interpretation. No. <laughs> but like, I, yeah, I I, I, I,
4: I, like their exchange. I really do. Their energy together is so good. Yes, uh, I like, like I like, I, I, like, uh, I like Stacey's just mockery like you have to have
0: questionable morals fuck yourself oh my god and and, and stacy who really she embodies gladys i mean like the whole idea of this sassy mother who has a heart of gold but she ain't afraid to tell you you're a piece of shit to your face you know that sort of thing
3: like those are the best kind of people though yeah and
0: and 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 gladys is, is especially one of those people and just to watch her interact with and the funny thing is they didn't even talk to each other like in real life yeah the banter between rachel and stacy's characters was organic to the point where you're like are you sure they're not in the same room and i'm like right. no they're not in the same room we recorded these on different days yes very much so (laughs) yeah and 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 for for stacy just like you know to to quiet down especially after getting yelled at by walter and and the idea of sort of like the like walter he was like i had to you know amplify uh you know what's the amplify but i had to like alter your voice yeah Yeah, i had to modulate mac's voice For, I, I almost that. didn't
1: recognize myself. Yeah, I
0: mean, well, the other thing is like, and I and I don't know if this was a happy accident or what, but the way you talked almost was sort of like a weird version of Jesse Ventura
4: (laughs) yeah it has this weird Appalachian mountain man thing going to it it's not exactly country but it's not exactly uh like hillbilly either yeah Yeah, that was the
1: whole point (laughs) what you were asking for for that was Midwestern I remember this I remember this request you're asking for Midwestern so I, I ran it through in my head and i started with the elwood blues but moved out of chicago yep and uh, am i saying i was aiming for jesse ventura no no but,
0: that's what the, the the modulation sort of just did
1: but i was uh aiming for something uh you know you, loud and uh, uh punctual you know i never really thought about
3: how different just the 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 request midwestern can be yeah because when i hear midwestern the first thing i think of is my great-grandparents from wisconsin <laughs> and it sounds very German,
0: which doesn't I, really sound too much like what was going on. Like, as it yeah, Midwestern like, could be like Northern Midwestern, would be more like Minnesota or yeah. Like,
4: yeah, well, you got a little bit more canada to e.
3: Yeah, a like bit have a bit Minnesota,
0: more there, Minnesota. You know?
3: Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, oh, you got Minnesota, don't you know? and 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 then you've got like Wisconsin where it's it's just a little bit heavier and it's it's Wisconsin but like then you got like the not Polish Wisconsin I don't know how to say that without sounding like a dickhead but not where it's just it's very like oh you doesn't do that don't you know You know, like we don't. Honestly, I've never known anyone from the Midwest that actually says "Don't you know?" Yeah, but because of what was it, Bobby's World or whatever, it ruined it for me. Oh God!
0: (laughs) But yeah, Howie Mandel wasn't it? Howie Mandel, and then who who, who was the? Because whoever played his mother was definitely not Howie Mandel. No, no, definitely not. (laughs) But yeah, so like, and then like continuing to the episode, you you find that especially that really creepy situation. Where Walter takes Maisie and puts you know, especially after he not, you know knocks her in the head with the, the butt of the rifle, and and comes in to make Gladys lick the blood, <laughs> and and it like it was like I even liked the- that. I thought I uh, I
4: I know what the scene was supposed to be. There was supposed to be kind of like a hills have eyes kind of vibe to it, yeah. and uh, what I really want to know is like Dan, like like how did it feel not only calling like Stacy names but calling Rachel like a bitch and all these just horribly derogative terms like how, <laughs> really how did impressed. you yeah how did you feel as a voice actor doing that you know, pull, it, pull up to the mic because you're a little bit far away
1: okay so it, it, it was uh this is a continuation really of uh what I was doing for uh Noxo where I was having you know straight-laced uh, Joshua Chambers sort of you know come apart at the seams and get more hard-edged and whatnot here i started off hard-edged i figure okay this guy is a hunter more than a bit of a psycho fuck cordiality <laughs> <laughs> fuck cordiality and you know, i just uh, just go for the throat so it, I, it, was, like actually, it, yeah. it was actually quite real quite a release really, <laughs> really? like like, like be
0: funny like just to have a shirt with a, a, like juice on the front when they're like the shrug form and then all of a sudden like, it, it, like fuck cordiality, oh, cordiality.
1: On, it. <laughs> on the back that's the
3: actually a really cool idea though because <laughs> that sounds, no, I mean, that sounds was, like was, a juice line just, yeah.
1: <laughs> it was good for this role to just go for the jugular because I,
4: I mean uh, I, I, I think the only other time we've actually seen Mac go a little hard is uh, in uh, with Rod's exchange with uh, back with the badger with fucking uh i can't with frank yeah so like I, I think that's the only other time i've actually ever heard mac get like kind of angry he goes well oh, f- fuck you too
0: <laughs> I, well that's the whole thing i mean like because rod generally is not one of those characters that gets mad very often no. right. so when he does that makes you know that 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 brings out something and speaking of frank Yes, speaking of Frank. (laughs) This episode, Frank finally meets Ricardo.
1: In in one of the best moments of pure absurdist humor for this series. Yes, uh, the exchange between uh, Frank and uh, Ricardo um, through through signs. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I mean, well... (laughs) <laughs> i guess i'll, I'll get you guys
4: reactions first or like okay, Matt, wh- so, what did you think yeah because like after after it all got put together i uh, like i have my opinion but like what 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 did what did you guys think hearing it like all well, put together? me
0: I, you know me editing the, the piece together i had an idea of where i wanted to go with it right and i didn't know how funny it was going to be <laughs> until i heard the finished product no. and dude oh my god like I just kept saying to myself, "I outdid myself in this one." I outdid myself in this one, but like, like just the idea of this, of, of this guy, who already has a really damn good rapport with with Gladys in the first place, like like yeah. you know, Gladys and Ricardo are are definitely very good, you know, in the series, but now Ricardo has to inadvertently deal with this. Badger, who has a bit of an intelligence, he has a t- intelligence, but he can't understand a damn word he's saying. So he's got to do everything through body language <laughs> and intent <into> squeaks. <laughs> yeah, and answer squeaks and shit. So, like, to watch that meltdown that Ricardo had, <laughs> and that was literally a meltdown. It was, yeah. Um, Having squeaks behind it, we're especially like reading the script. No yeah. one was really knowing how that was going to come out. I had an idea in my head, but I didn't know how good that was going to come until it, the finished product. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is insane!"
1: No, um, like I said, this was this was pure absurdist humor. You know, this is this is something. This is like akin to uh, you know, the Monty Python sketches. It's just you it, it, uh, know he looks out the uh, the door twice, sees absolutely nothing, and knows that no one's there until he hears chittering at his feet, and it just goes from there. I, can...
4: <laughs> <laughs> I had I had so much fun with it because uh, like Danny had such a bare bones script for Ricardo because I was I was looking at it, and I'm like, there's not a lot of lines here, and Danny was just like, just go you know how to do ricardo just just go, go. Just go
0: with it yeah <laughs> just roll with it dude i know I, I got faith in you
4: so uh i remember i had I, I, I like so much stuff to just make it funny like like the the the, the what I you some kind of fucking marsupial shit is that racist like, yeah <laughs> like how the fuck oh, i remember it, that yeah that's what <laughs> we're talking about yeah, he's, yeah. Like, so he's like shit is that racist like how the fuck is that racist? What does that even mean? Like why? Why is he worried about
0: it? Like yeah, you're, you're in a world right now with whether uh, um, insulting a badger is considered a problem. Well, you never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> so and like I, I
4: I added so much shit to it, and because like 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 we've talked about before, like Danny uh, trusts me with the character. So like like uh, I don't remember the original line. The, the original line was something along the lines of like um oh this is this is how it all comes together or something like that or this is how it all culminates and I was like that sounds too fancy oh, this is how it this is, this is when it all comes home isn't it fuck me <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my day now this is my... <laughs> this is my day now this is my day now I woke up fine no now I'm I'm talking to a fucking badger
0: <laughs> and then like just, the idea of him love... trying to call call Gladys and like you see like him slowly like concerned then simmering then boiling then inferno it's like you know just watching ricardo's tone elevate as quick as you know and then just like as he's sitting there's like the government the government the government ain't gonna do shit (laughs) You're gonna come with me. We're going to Washington right now.
4: You squeak at me again, all fucking on me like and I'll stuff you in the goddamn truck. You fucking hear
0: me. Like I love that shit.
1: <laughs> just, yeah, but yeah. He's fuck? being yeah. chirped at the whole time.
0: Yeah, I mean he's like he's getting growled at and chirped to the basically the entire time and he's walking out and it like the 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 huge tonal twist, like he's still yelling at him and then he's tra- he finally gets a hold of the lady on the phone that he's trying to contact with, with hi Mary <laughs>
4: yeah i think that was like such a that was such a left turn for me to take because you know like uh he's like well, all you the were fucking... in the zone there yeah because it was it was like it was a it was a uh you know like all oh, the fuck i'm gonna buy a fucking boat yeah hi mary hi
0: <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah like it, it was it was great and then you know and then finally getting together with the rest of the the, the brotherhood yeah um them finding out that ollie is this operative where it's like but he's just so nice
4: yeah P- PJ freaking out because he wants Ollie to just be this wholesome character was and he's not. probably That's the whole Yeah, point. And he's not he's a fucking killer and I like that was probably to me one of the funniest parts of the episode aside from the badger <laughs> like like PJ just just like refusing to accept this reality like he's yeah. like, he's such a nice guy guy though
0: he's like he's like look you know like if i say jelly baloney bag of monkey balls this guy becomes a serial killer but if i don't he's just he's just such
4: a nice guy it's like, that's not the. That's not the fucking. That's not. That's not the guy I know. Like, like that's not the guy I've known. It doesn't make any sense. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's so funny to just hear, like, out of all the characters, right? Out of all the characters that PJ has not gotten close to, not even like his subordinate. Like, the only one he's like even somewhat close to is Ollie. Yeah, and I think
0: that's just fucking funny. I mean, like, other than, uh, like, Gladys being his first, she hates his guts. Rod doesn't, you know, like, like he's, uh, PJ has, he has uh, pretty much rubbed everyone the wrong way. That's the whole point of the character. The only one he didn't really do that with was Ollie. Yeah. And now he realizes, holy shit, I got this, this guy, he's a sleeper agent underneath underneath our, our, you know, our eyes fuck <laughs> like <laughs> and, and 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 you can see this like weird bit of contempt from allison mills yeah mills. and she's like yeah you had to go off and get us get a guy you know find him and you know and i like
4: the i like, the, and I the, like the line where he's like in his office and he's like are you gonna just keep berating me and she's she doesn't she doesn't respond to it. she's just like I think I am and then she just like continues to just fuck up his day with the with, yeah. with the dossier
0: yeah when they put down that when they put down the file folder and he's looking through it and like he's he, he just turns pale white like what the hell oh my god and 50 you know, insurgents and terrorists yeah. yeah 250 insurgents and terrorists both Iraq and Afghanistan but yet he's serving hot dogs in Colorado And with, what, with whatever's your Zen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> mean, like, whatever, whatever makes guys. you happy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point it, it, it is what it is. It, definitely going to love to see what, um, what the rest of the, what the rest of the fans are going to think when they finally, you know, find the next, you know, two episodes. So yeah,
1: one thing uh, I, I want to say about the uh, ending of this episode, um, Major props to uh, Darla. Oh my God! Major props mm. there, but but yeah, I think um, th- th- this showed the uh, the depth uh, of uh, of each character in here, and again, major props to Darla.
0: Yeah, I mean, like Emily playing both Mills and Darla. You like I've had people are like that's the same girl, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. she plays Darla as this very sultry, and, and I came up with the term. The she's the sultry siren of syrup,
1: <laughs>
0: and, I like that, and, and like it kind of works for her with the character because. And, and the worst part is like, you you're dead. <laughs> so don't don't. But like, um, to to, to have the interaction between her, uh, Rod, uh, Vel, oh my god, like, you get to see the anger, from. <laughs> From, <laughs> from jesse's vel. character yeah it oh was beautiful
4: God.
0: vel it really was beautiful it was it was so beautiful to watch these he's like hi i'm vel. oh i'm rod and he goes i'm dead to the world i'm trying to sleep you know like and then willie you know finally you know making his his appearance and he's he's like you know why are you a walking condom <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i don't know if i like the condom man
2: What? Uh, I getting
0: tinglys from the condom man. That's it.
4: (laughs) You know, I I have to say, like, uh, hearing hearing Max uh, Hunter who who plays uh, Ackroyd, Billy Ackroyd, hearing him just get better with each each appearance, it's really impressive. It really, really is impressive. And it's yeah. There's a
0: there's a huge uh, step difference between how you see Billy in episode nine. And what he's doing in episode 10. It's like he's starting to get comfortable with the role. And you're going to see it, a bit yeah. more
1: of that um, with episodes 11 and 12. God knows you, we, uh, we shot him up with caffeine for this one. Because <laughs> um, I agree, though. I mean, he's really uh, it's impressive. how He's able to just roll the lines out rapid fire. Boom, 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 with no slip ups.
4: And on top of that, like, sell it. He sold yeah. it. Like, <laughs> like, when he goes, circle jerk. Hey, I know that
0: band. <laughs>
4: I <was> like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's such a good line. I like that line. And it was yeah. so
0: perfectly delivered. Yeah, he's like, hey, I know that band. But, like, the, the whole idea, and just, like, the, the way the, the episode ends with them finally getting together to just chill as a team for the first time. Yeah. Um, That was well, kind of it. Yeah. And then, like, having... Uh, Rod just like, I still don't know what a circle jerk is. And then like closing the door. So you get to see like for the next episode for next month, you're going to see the aftermath of that little party. And. Oh no. <laughs> oh my Lord. <laughs> and it, it, it gets really, really good. The, 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 hot, the whole thing about, you know, especially Burt McGonigal doing, you know, the lines for it and, and, and you know, coming up with, with, the amazing um one-liners like there's this like news if you want news come to me <laughs> so yeah like, he's like you, don't go to anybody else for news you, if you want news you come to me <laughs> i think uh
4: I, I think adding bert as the figurehead for that series was the right move to do cuz i don't think i don't think either either mac or i could have played that, like as a serious tone because it would have come off such a it would have come off so colored like yeah. if mac or
0: i had narrated it yes. you know what i mean like it would have cut off very very colored would have- and trust me i i have plans uh down the line for for miguel to have his own series as a narrator trust me oh, yeah. i really do um uh, that way it will you know trust me you'll have all the uh darkness that you can handle so to speak okay. <laughs> Yeah, I like that. Really that's well. what my voice inspires. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, but like, but the, the funny thing is, and this is just, you know, my perspective as, you know, sort of like helping create a lot of the and doing a lot of the editing and things like that. I'm I'm very blessed with the talent that I'm working with, um, especially with. The talent that have become vested in the work. I can't have any more uh, uh, love and affection that I have for everyone that's been working with me in Dark Charm mm-hmm. than I do right now. That being said, <laughs> we got a lot more to do, and and it's the, that's the best part. Um, yeah. and then you know, working with you know, especially you know, I've been working with you for what about a year or so now, Miguel. Two years. Two years. Uh, two years now. Two years now. And then I just started working with Chris. Yeah. And um you know i've been been with mac on and off for years just in different endeavors and then this one became just a big deal since you know our music career obviously didn't work
2: <laughs> so,
0: nah i would have never this, guessed this gives you more creative freedom than that so, so here, <laughs> so we're gonna um we're gonna liven things up like we did last uh, episode we're gonna have, play a little game
4: dark charm games
0: <laughs> All right so so, the first, so this is the game we played last time um, but we're going to do it with uh with Miguel and Chris yeah. um Mac you, you played your last game but you did it as a couple different characters i might switch up on this one oh with you I, 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 Okay I know so what you're about here. so here's uh so what we're going to do is we're going to We'll pick a character, or you can pick a character, and you have to address um, a certain scenario as that character that I'm giving to you. Okay, right, and- you can choose whatever character you want. If you want to play two different characters, whatever. But how that character would react in that situation, or how that what that character would say in that situation. And the last one that I brought up was you're in a um, someone's robbing a convenience store and you're in it. OK, so we'll go with uh, we'll go with Chris first. You're playing. Uh, let's see. Who would we have you play? Hmm. Who, do you, oh, who do you? I, I like
3: uh, I, I immediately want to be Flaming Homosexual number one.
0: From, OK, <laughs> OK. So <laughs> flaming, OK. If, for the people who don't know, Flaming Homosexual number one. It's a character that hasn't been released yet, no. It's uh, but it is a part of that nation street. street. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's not even in the first couple of episodes, but you will see in here, this character, oh I, I have to give you a little bit. I'll, I'll give you also one more uh, uh, other option uh, in this, uh, in this game as well, but okay, okay. go ahead, uh, Chris. You, you, okay. Someone is robbing the store and you are flaming homosexual. Number one. What would you do? What would you say? You consider yourself a thug?
3: Like, you're not even scary. Look at your, like... Oh my God, look at those tired acid wash jeans. Um, hello, 1983 called, they want their jeans back. That's absolutely ridiculous. What is that? Is that, a, that's not even a Glock. That is a high point, sir. Okay, oh first my of God. all, you're better off just throwing that at the cashier. It'll do a little bit more damage. I can't believe you're even doing this. Can I go in front of you? Because I've really got shit to do and you're really putting a cramp in my day, okay? This is ridiculous. If you know what, it, I'll just give you the fifty dollars to get the fuck out of my way because you stink. Here's you smell absolutely horrible. <laughs> Here's fifty bucks. Leave. Oh
4: my god, that was fucking beautiful. I know, right? That was gorgeous. Thank you. Uh, that was fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> High point. <laughs> Sorry, that's a. It's a gun guy joke. If, you don't, if you're not into guns, it's a. It's it's a non-plus thing, but yeah. it's I, I figured know. I would throw the guns
3: in there because I am a firm believer that homosexuals should be allowed to protect their marijuana plants with guns. That's how my political goes.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> right? stero- that stereotype doesn't have to exist for real, you know? So so next uh, next one. Um hmm. I'm gonna pick one for you. Okay, okay Chris. Oh. All right. Hmm. Do it a skull a skull oh my yeah. god yeah are you now here's the question is if you're doing it as skull is he the one actually robbing the convenience store i mean he never said you said someone
4: is robbing <laughs> yeah. the convenience store I, he, no here's here's where i think it would be funny okay, okay. literally professional fucking notes literally just skull in the background <laughs> roasting this dude's like attempt like T- like worse 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 than flaming homosexual number one what what the fuck hey you robbing the store well all right let's
3: see how you do since you're robbing the place i'm not paying for the chips all right here's your first mistake kid yeah no you don't pull the gun before you say empty the register it's not fucking scary yeah okay no take the gun out why the fuck are you holding it sideways what are you aiming at? You're going to blast the fuck out of the cigarettes that you're trying to steal. Look at this guy. He's not even scared. He's what? Like all of 14 years old? All right. You know what? Get, get, give it to me. Let me show you how it's fucking done. <laughs> oh
4: <my God. laughs> what the, while, while eating the chips. All right. Eating Eat the chip chips while walking chip. up.
3: So this first gonna thing you're going to do, you're going to walk up like this. You're going to look around. Both hands in your pockets. All right. Now. You look him dead in the face, and you go, hey, can I help you? And you say, yeah. Um, then you pull the fucking gun out. And then you say, put the fucking money in the bank. You got to say it with your whole chest. All right, you can't <laughs> walk up here like a little bitch and be like, "Um, I would like for you to please empty the till. That's not how this shit fucking works. I've been to prison like 19 fucking times. If you want to make this a career, you need to fix your shit. But you're dead now. <laughs> This is how this is how we ended up dead. A life like this. Yeah, yeah. You you have fucking questions. You're the one seeing fucking ghosts. I'm not fucking crazy. (laughs) Oh my god. Me and the Vietnamese girl been having fucking slurpees like for the last 16 weeks. It's actually pretty fucking amazing. I can't calm down though because this is how I fucking died. Oh my god. Just so you know, whatever outfit you're wearing when you die is your ghost outfit forever. All right, so I would definitely not wear those stupid-ass dad jeans. What the fuck is that, dude? Cargo pants. You could fit more shit in them. Cigarettes. 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 Bubble gum. You could fit, like, six monsters in the back pocket of these bad boys, all right? Go fix your shit.
0: (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) All right, so now we're at Miguel, okay? You can pick your character. uh for this same scenario okay way. that was
4: gorgeous i love that this is right. actually right. really fun I think
3: improv is kind of fun
4: yeah <laughs> what, what you're gonna have to pick a character because i've played a lot of them so okay. like okay. el diablo okay. right. oh my god el diablo <laughs> so god wait because that comes with a bit of a spoiler for the next
0: season no you can't do that you can't el diablo form one next season form, el diablo form one form one, form one
3: yes the vested
4: El Diablo oh yeah because we we came up with it, we came up with the whole thing for for El Diablo and I think I think a lot of people are like really really gonna love that whole twist but oh my god El Diablo in a convenience store being robbed or robbing <laughs> depending I mean or, like, robbing, yeah, he, or robbing he's too stupid for that like he's, no, he wouldn't he, he wouldn't rob anybody but like he <laughs> might stop the robber. He, yeah, okay, He might so try, yeah. Hey The fuck you think you're doing? You're in my neighborhood haciendo? put the gun down Come on Hey come on Face me like a man fucker Come on Put the gun down We'll go right here in the aisle Hey hold on Let me move the chips man cause this shit's expensive Hold on Alright then okay come on perro. come on Perro yeah, what yeah I'm wearing a mask It's comfortable Fuck you What don't don't judge me You're the puto with a gun Come on, put it down. Quit being a bitch. Be a man. <laughs> I'll Look, I'll even take off the vest Vato. here. Uh, I'll deep off my armor for you. Come on, bitch. Let's go. Stop
0: running. Stop running. I'll put you in the Texas clover leaf, motherfucker.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take some. I'll take some flaming hot fries for my for my value <laughs> And uh, I'll owe you for the Red Bull. But okay, I'll see you guys next time.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna switch it up. Ready? Juice.
4: <laughs> oh my God, juice! Oh no! Would oh no! How react to that? To be being in the convenience store being robbed. Oh my God, this so, will be good. <laughs> yeah, because remember, juice is a uh, juice is six five six six and built of muscle. So, oh God, <laughs> let's see really you're doing this now (laughs) of course you're fucking doing this now i have shit to do you little fucker Alright, hand him the fucking money so i can pay and get out of here don't 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 point that at me don't point that at me this is your last warning cocksuck you point that fucking thing at me again i'm gonna make it a formative part of your skull go ahead turn around no hey get back to the freezers i saw what you did earlier leave the man's jeans alone it's all he could afford look take your goddamn money get the fuck out of my way you pointed the gun at what did I tell you baby what we're gonna be you? late I know we're gonna be late come here you little cocksuck alright call the fucking ambulance and get a mop cause this is gonna get messy Ooh.
0: you said we were gonna go to Cracker Barrel
4: I'm not going to Cracker Barrel I lied okay baby now okay, let me twist fine. this cocksucker into a fucking pretzel and we can get out of here mmm pretzels
0: Hey, I think I'm going to get me
4: some. Get some pretzels, all right? It's going to take a minute or two. Stop fighting. It's going to happen anyways.
0: <laughs> Look, if you're going to just, you know, if you're going to just, like, rob the store, can I please just get a Slurpee and get the fuck He's out? He's dead,
4: baby. He's just dead. He already... Oh, man. No, I know. I twisted his fucking spine into a Jenga's tower, but whatever.
0: You didn't even get a chance to play with him
4: i'm not gonna no we're not doing that we're in public here just throw some cash at this dickhead whatever the fuck this shit costs and let's get out of here
0: you know what i'll give you a tip baby here's a hundred bucks
4: yeah there you go that's for the convenience and for having to clean up whatever comes out of this guy
0: but we were never here motherfucker
4: (laughs) yeah this never give him another couple hundred this never happened
0: okay so mac you're you're next um are we
3: insinuating are, that homosexuals have a more disposable income than heterosexuals? No, no. but
4: uh, <laughs> Juice and Leaf do. Yeah,
0: yeah. but see, really. see, because if you're, if you don't, if, really? you know, like just their money is their game. I mean, their whole point yeah. is their investment. Is, you know, besides working the order of Italis and doing their own stuff, they're investment guys. They well, get no, money that plus from. Like,
3: flaming homosexual number one gave the dude 50 bucks to get out of there too
0: like, I think, had to I think flaming, to pay up against the you know, flaming homosexual you know i think uh, i think <laughs> flaming homosexual
4: number one was probably the best attitude i've ever fucking seen here's 50 bucks get out of my way
0: yeah. <laughs> with a high point s <laughs> all right since since we did for mac we did uh the same scenario for you um last uh last game I think we'll do a different scenario for a uh, for one of your other characters. Okay. Okay. So the scenario for you is, hmm. uh, you know what? Let's let our guests give a scenario. What actually, team... I, hold on, hold on.
4: I want to hear what Josh would do. I want to hear what Joshua Chambers would do, standing in light in a convenience store that that's getting robbed. Actually, oh, that'd be okay. really good. Yeah, I think that's really said, funny. He
1: has a thought. Kid, you, 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 look, you don't want to do this. It, wh- why? Uh, okay, put the gun down, and I'll show you why. Here, go. BCPD. All right. Yeah, I wa- yeah yeah I I, I, I I watch this street. Look, look. <clears throat> put the gun down. Come with me. Everything's gonna be okay. You don't need to do this. Or or you get in the car with me. One one or the other. You pick. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I know punk kids like this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but yeah. Um I like that. I like I like I like compa- compassionate Joshua.
3: I like yeah, I like how calm it was. It's like calm down.
0: And, and deep down inside of his brain he's like I'm uh, going to fucking kill
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> a, a, a <laughs> That's
4: all the pausing. Yeah, the mono, the monologue is I'm going to kill this goddamn kid if he raises that pistol. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much
4: so okay like what's a good what's a good scenario for for like like because uh i think ron and frank is is probably like one of my favorite things to ever deal with so
1: yep, except, except then it would have gone something like look 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 look, look. <laughs> 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 it just, it just kills me i mean uh frank frank go for the ass <laughs> the ice. <laughs> and back to the Cheeballs again. Yeah. Oh my okay, oh, so right like
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think uh I, I think uh, um a, a really funny um like scenario for <laughs> for uh for Rod would be uh just dealing with a telemarketer. Oh, he's never dealt with one before.
0: Considering the fact that like Rod being on the phone is kind of like, unless it's like a landline, hang on. (laughs) Hang
3: on. Okay. Okay. We are calling you about your vehicle's extended warranty. (laughs) Yeah, there you go.
1: (laughs) That that needs to be an ad. Oh God. That that, that should be, you, you have. There, there, you go. You have the idea for another ad for um, Brotherhood of Ridiculous People.
0: Someone randomly called. Someone randomly,
1: no, a uh, a telemarketer randomly calling Rod, (laughs) and he's on the other end with Frank. (laughs) Yeah, with (laughs) Frank in (laughs) the background just screaming. Make the product like stupid, like 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 the dumber the better. (laughs) It's like we want to give you a lifetime supply of whatever. Yes,
4: invest today, and you'll have unlimited anti gravity gel. (laughs) <laughs> hello sir good afternoon we are calling
3: to offer you the deal of a lifetime are you interested in purchasing jelly donut lubricant for your mufflers yeah th-
1: this needs to be uh this needs to be scripted out to at least some degree I mean, I mean we can wing it a lot but that needs to be an ad
4: but like still i, I just want to hear like rod trying to deal with something like a telemarketer something he's never had to deal with in his life because
1: no, I. You've not won an extended warranty!
3: <laughs> are you sure, sir? Your vehicle is very important, and the cost of repairs are getting greater and greater due to insurance and chipping.
1: Repairs? Repairs? Will, there ain't no electricity in here. I don't even know how I'm talking to you right now.
3: Well, that is very simple, sir, because your home's telephone line warranty is still up to date. The you... telephone functions separate no, from the power.
1: And then
0: all of a sudden, the phone gets mysteriously taken out of Rod's hand, and you hear Frank just on the other
1: end squeaking just screaming at him. into it. <laughs> Keeble, and then Chibol, fo- then followed by uh,
3: Frank, give me my phone back.
1: <laughs> and then the tagline for uh, Brotherhood. <laughs> Yeah. There's your next dad. There's your next ad.
4: <laughs> Frick, g- 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 give me the phone back. <laughs> Fucking ph- 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 phone. <laughs> uh, I like that. Oh, that was really good. I, I, I did either that or Josh Josh trying to order uh in Potato. a taco bell drive-thru. <laughs> like yeah, pie. trying to get
3: twenty packets of hot sauce.
4: So, oh my god, Hank. God, I really love you, Chris. <laughs> I hate calling you Chris, too. Like, that's so gross to me. Uh, I know. I need
3: to come up with a better nickname because I hate being called Chris. Like, well, I'm sorry. I, Do you not no, as no, no. call you Chris? Uh, well, no. I mean, I honestly don't care. I deal with it. It just hits my ear weird because, like, no, I don't know. No one else no, called me Chris. Yeah, calls you Chris. Yeah. My entire life, I've grown up. I was always called Christopher because I was only ever around family. Yeah. And then. After I left my family, I went in the military and was called by my last name. And then, me and Miguel um, started our Jolly Pirate nickname club, and I became Grave Robber. So, yeah. like, it's not like a oh, don't do it. It's just it's weird to me. It's like oh, that is yeah. What people I don't call I don't
4: me. like calling him I don't like calling him Chris or Christopher either. Like when <laughs> I when, when I'm addressing him outside of like any media we do, like I literally yell his last name at him because yeah. it's it's like so natural to me. Well, that was uh, the whole
0: thing about, because we were, because originally, um, we had, like, when we we brought in DJ, he didn't want to be known as his his real name at first, so I literally had to create a name, DJ Jesse Jess, for this, uh, for the uh, series, (laughs) and he's like, who the hell gave me that name? I was like, I had to, I gotta credit you for something you didn't give me a real name it's like oh I'll just use my real name then so that's why yeah. <laughs> after brotherhood of ridiculous people dj jesse jess became his name <laughs> yeah
4: like i don't mind being called by my
0: real oh, name i'm just not used kid. to
3: it
4: you know yeah yeah i and <laughs> but uh yeah joshua chambers joshua chambers trying to order a taco bell <laughs> With the, with and a then bad they screw intercom. up his
0: order, and he comes so back with a, he like, with a bad I intercom. With a bad intercom, mean, he's trying to do. he's trying to order a Taco Bell with a bad. Intercom. Who put the apron apricot? Uh, nature did. <laughs> Who put the straw and strawberry? Uh, nature did. Who put the freaking French fries? There ain't no freaking. Fr- That's what I've been trying to tell you, yeah. butt breath. There ain't no freaking French fries. That's how I could see that working on. So just, uh, oh, that was a lovely little game. Uh, well, I, I, that, uh, that was a good time. Good time. <laughs> um, so we're going to preview next month's uh, amazing lineup for Dark Charm. Mm-hmm. Right. So coming up next, um, next week after this episode airs, uh, is Night of the Chickens. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, Miguel, you you'll you narrate this bad boy. I do. Yeah. so and then uh you know and Max gonna we'll definitely gonna be uh we'll be definitely discussing it on the next episode of Off the Cuff. Then after that it is Noxo season finale. Oh With shit Creeping Death is the name of the episode. Uh, Trust me. If you thought if you thought the 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 pace of this episode for this month was intense, this next episode is gonna really kick it up a notch
1: i'm, I'm then, excited
0: for it yeah and then and then the last episode um of uh will be the next episode for uh burt McGonigle's. this would be brotherhood on the uh brotherhood on the case uh, number 11 and uh that will be on the third week of july yeah right. third week of july and then the next episode of off the cuff will be uh the week after and, you know, that will, you know, I don't know who we're going to get to come back, but everybody uh, is more than what I might try and see if I can't get Bobby to come back on again. Um, we'll see. Um, I might even try to see if there's anybody else that might want to come in to, uh, besides you. I want to give everybody in the dark some charm some time. Uh, yeah. Some time. Yeah. Type
1: them all in.
0: Yeah. And, then, you know, especially just to, you know, give us some. Uh, variety in, in the voices and, and you know especially some of the stories because like finding out deep down how some of your you know, how some of your characters got certain you know mannerisms and and things like that like and, and, and here's the big things like because for Chris you got a really main you got a, a main character coming um, and you know oh, Nation yeah. Street yeah, yeah for when you play because Rafferty is a big deal in this in this like it's one of the main characters in this series and i am very much looking forward to uh especially our fans finally getting to hear you know rafferty and and among uh, you know everybody else and that has participated in the cast um i mean i'm excited
3: uh, to hear rafferty too
0: yeah i I am i am and then you know just you know and then hearing every everything else you know, there's there's more coming with Juice and Laif. There's more coming with, and then you know, Fascination Street starts in August. So yeah, we get, and then and this is not to mention that we're all building up right now for Fun with Dirt season two, and that's coming yeah. in December. And trust me, if you love the first season of Fun with Dirt, you're going to really love the second because there's going <laughs> to oh, be some God. new characters. There's going to be some more development with older characters. There's going to be a lot of comedy a There's lot of comedy. a
4: lot of comedy and uh i i i can't one of my favorite things is just torturing craig yeah and just- i i think uh i think that's really gonna shine through in this in the next season's writing and uh <laughs> just just what just the things we're reporting him through like literally just in text well i'm just reading it in text and it's and it's it's goddamn hilarious to me so when we go to record it's going to be so difficult to maintain a straight face because i know what the scene is (laughs) and uh i (laughs) uh but august is it's going to be probably the the biggest month for dark charm because we are going to have uh we are going to have fascination street we're going to have smoke and mirrors which are which christopher plays a uh, part in as
0: well he plays
4: uh place of mafiosos and uh and then so i think
0: the, we're gonna also have the next to the last episode of uh brotherhood for for the season finale so uh, august is episode the 12. biggest one yeah yep. and 13 uh, is gonna be the end for for that and right now like you get to find out some very like especially what's going on with brotherhood does you know like does the gladys get found does you know like you know what's going to happen when they finally have to work as a team to finally try and rescue her,
4: yeah. And also, so. and also just how, how I really, really, really want to hear Smoke and Mirrors because, mm-hmm. like, there's that that episode is so dense,
0: yeah. And, it is, and
4: uh, Danny, Danny wrote it uh, much to his credit. I came in and punched in a couple of parts, changed a couple of parts, and uh, uh added and subtracted some things but it's such a dense dense episode and we get to see uh just how juice and leaf got not only their power but why and how they're so influential in the dark charm universe and uh going forward like it's going to be like this this one little episode where we get to see like some certain events play out like it's going to be so important it's going to be literally a, a linchpin in what's coming next and i think uh I, that's probably why i'm so excited for it because i'm like this is just the beginning of something really cool that's in that's about to happen
0: yeah and then like you know chris actually gets to play his inner what was it mixture of uh desi Ricky ricardo and, Tony and montana yeah <laughs> Yeah, that was kind of oh, yeah. fun and, and, and <laughs> I had to play uh, yeah, I had to play the brother which was really Oh, no, weird. yeah, that oh, was... yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm sitting there playing him a bit like this, you know, man, I'm just, you know, you sit there and you told us that you were going to sit you know, we pledged our allegiance to you use nobody else. Nobody. <laughs> and he's like, oh, man, <laughs> we all do all of this because of you. <laughs> like oh man
4: <laughs> i'm just i'm really excited to hear it and i, oh, I know yeah. it's like
0: trust me if if you and it gets i will i will warn everyone it gets pretty gory oh, yeah. um, right at the end yeah especially right at the end
1: discretion advised so
3: See, here's the thing too like i didn't read the whole script i just read my parts yeah and like i want to go back and read the script but i don't want to ruin it because it's like i have all these episodes you know like recording rafferty we recorded the whole season in one shot of just rafferty and it's like this is a really interesting story but i want to wait and like hear the story as a finished product Mm -hmm. you know it's like I, I I could know what's going on yeah that would be fine but Emily said t- the same thing to me yeah like I would know what's happening but I yeah. wouldn't
4: get to experience what's happening you know what I, I disagree mean? I disagree I literally wrote I literally wrote uh uh what was the truth and consequences I yes. wrote that I literally fucking wrote it and I voice acted in it and mm-hmm. it's still when it came out like I knew everything that was gonna happen but the way Danny put it together it was so impactful that is it true was, it was so it was so tense and actually mac i've always wanted to get your your opinion on on truth and consequences because that was a. Uh, it, it is kind of like what i believe is one of the better what i believe is the best dark charm uh episode for use of music and voice acting and everything else like what, what did you think of it
1: very well crafted um i i, I think it uh it, like you said it flows um very well and um shows off and again it just continues to show off the complexity of juice and life you know uh what they're capable of that you wouldn't expect them to be capable of or or or, or to be like so yeah um especially their inner relationship especially, especially yeah. that we see that uh, uh develop it's uh just overall very well well written episode and i'll tell you
0: this if you think that inner relationship is very interesting to l- look at <laughs> as a third party wait till you see Henry and Anna's in fire and ice. That's
4: good. That. Yeah. Oh my God. When we were writing that, that was like, oof nuts.
0: Yeah. Because that was, (laughs) that was another one. He was like, look, you know, I just got done smoking mirrors. Um, uh, what would you do for the next one? I was like, well, obviously it'd be fire and ice. And I, I wrote the scene. Like most of that one myself to get a little bit more emphasis on Henry. So juice, and, juice, and leaf are in the episode, but they're sort of taking—I wouldn't say taking a back seat, but they're taking like a, an observant seat. No, they're, what, they're they're the
4: vehicle this time rather than rather than Henry be the vehicle for the story and the way it's being carried. This time around, it's juice and leaf that are carrying Henry's story forward.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, I'm frustrated, like we're we're eventually going to be, um, we're going to be. Um, recording that one soon because that's not uh that, that hasn't been recorded yet but we're definitely gonna get that one done soon and once because oh, yeah. that's the season finale of uh of Dark Charm Presents it's gonna be fire and ice and I'm telling you it's gonna set up for the next season and it's gonna be insane.
4: And the crossover that's coming oh I'm so happy for it. I'm so happy for it because it's it's ah it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be yeah. fun as a writer. As a
0: writer it's gonna be awesome. So where can we see you guys when you're not Uh, doing Dark Charm stuff? VT Network, all
4: one word. That is VT Network. Stands for Videotainment Network. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, You can find us on all the social medias. Look for the Retro logo or look for us. Uh, We are on video. We do podcasts. We have a Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash VT Network. We get stickers and a whole lot of extra content that we produce seven days a week. Yeah. and uh literally we produce content 7 days a week and uh other than that yeah find us on dark charm uh Christopher what do you think man what do you got i mean
3: if if i'm not involved in vt network or dark charm you can find me on uh aren't you doing like a bunch Xbox of tiktoks and stuff now and tiktok yeah i do a lot of tiktoks actually um what is my tiktok name hold on <clears throat> <laughs>
4: outlaw and three thousand others
3: oh yeah outlaw and 3k others I need to change that though because people can't pronounce it no they're like outlaw and three colors like, okay you guys are <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yeah
4: literacy hey <laughs>
3: <Outlaw laughs> others yeah
1: um well uh you can contact me at uh, ivnhoe99 at gmail for email uh purposes um as for where you can find me, I will be uh, returning with uh, Gate Beyond uh, in September. Uh, now completely under the uh, Dark Charm umbrella, uh, with all new episodes and an all new server.
0: Sweet, sweet, excellent! That was that's an uh, that's an announcement first here heard here first, folks. Welcome, welcome. Yep. So he is officially uh, a Gate Beyond is officially under our banner, and we are going to. Make that series as good as we possibly can.
1: And uh, just uh, as always, um, if there are any uh, story requests uh, listeners have, stories you'd like to hear uh, on that show, uh, drop us a line uh, there. Also, um, if you happen to have any fiction you're working on that is unpublished and you'd like to hear us read it on the show, likewise, contact us.
0: Super sweet. And you can hear the rest of us obviously in Dark Charm Media on Facebook. Um, you can try and contact me on Instagram. I'll most likely try and listen, but most of the time, it's all of our stuff is on Facebook, um, you might also find me doing and commenting on the uh, errant wrestling stuff on YouTube because that's what I do. <laughs> and I'm also a uh, producer for uh, VTN. So yes, you are. Yep. You are a producer. But either role. way, I mean, yep, and. Um, So this is the latest episode of Off the Cuff, and on behalf of Miguel, Chris, and Mac, I'm Danny Atwell, and see you next time.
1: Gentlemen, thank you and good night.
0: Thank you. Thanks. Off the Cuff is a Dark Charm Media production. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved. (laughs) Bum, <laughs>